0: Welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. Together, we will unlock inspiration one quote at a time. Your host is America's leading emerging speaker. He is a former semifinalist in the World Championship of Public Speaking and is an expert motivator. Please welcome Jody Powell.
1: Hey there, and welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. I'm Jody Powell, your navigator through the boundless world of inspirational quotes. Each week, a special guest and I will embark on an electrifying journey as we dissect, discuss, and decode those powerhouse quotes that light up our souls and set our ambitions ablaze. So buckle up, folks. This isn't your average podcast. This is the Quotivation Podcast, where every episode is a journey. So like, Follow, subscribe, set a reminder, and tell your grandma to stay tuned and get ready to unlock inspiration one life-changing quote at a time. Welcome to the Quotivation Podcast. So I have a question for everyone. How are you feeling today? Are you excited? Grateful? Grateful? feeling blessed, feeling rejuvenated, or are you anxious, frustrated, resentful, bitter? Are you sure? You know, oftentimes when I'm asked how I'm feeling, I don't exactly know where my emotions fall. I have to pause. I have to take stock. So I want you to take a few seconds, and I really want you to ask yourself, look deep inside your soul, how are you feeling? Wherever you are on the emotional spectrum, the most important thing you can do is realize where you are on the emotional spectrum. You need to know. You need to look, you need to to look inside from an outsider's point of view. You need to look and see the emotions that you're feeling. The next thing you need to do is realize that where you are on that emotional spectrum is temporary. Listen, you have the power to move the needle on that emotional spectrum and point it to whatever emotion you want to experience. And I hope we can help with that a little bit today so that you are prepared and you are ready to win your week. Now, before we get started with our special guest, we will start this episode like we do with every episode by taking a shot. A shot of motivation, and this week, our shot of motivation is brought to us by Amy Reel of Cross Country Mortgage. Listen, Amy is the real deal in all things mortgage. She has the knowledge and the experience to make your mortgage process a breeze. Amy's helped so many people realize their dreams, and she can help you too. And maybe you need help with that first or second mortgage. Maybe you need a mortgage on that investment property, or maybe you're interested in refinancing. Well whatever your mortgage needs, you have Amy. And Amy has you covered. So give her a call today. Her phone number is 864-310-9337. That is 864-310-9337. And you can always email her at amy.real, that's R-E-I-H-L, at ccm.com. Amy Real, the real deal for all things mortgage. And tell her you were quotivated to get your mortgage deal done. And Amy's NMLS number is four eight six six two zero. And as always, thank you, Amy, for supporting the Quotivation Podcast. All right. It's that time. Time to take a shot. A shot of motivation.
0: It's time for a shot of motivation where the vibes like taking a shot but the high is pure inspiration this is a quick powerful boost of motivation to fire up your spirit get ready for a rapid infusion of uplifting stories impactful quotes and game-changing ideas it's the swift potent dose you need to amp up your game and win your week it's a shot of motivation
1: Winning is in the details. Now, if you know me, you know that I am a huge fan of college football. In particular, I am a fan of the Clemson Tigers. Head coach Dabo Sweeney tells his team every single year that championships are won when no one is looking. The implication is that it's the daily activities, the repetitive drills, the late night studying, the long hours of planning, the numerous failures, the long days of working, and the even longer nights of preparing that win championships. Very few people are good enough to go out and just wing it and still be successful at that level. It's been estimated that Michael Jordan would take close to a 1,000 jump shots a day as part of his daily practice routine. You know, you go back and watch some of the games and his shot was so smooth. I mean, it was like butter. It was fantastic and looked so effortless. And every time he shot the ball, more times than not, you're thinking, that's two points, or that's three points. And most of the time you'd be right. But he didn't just walk out on the court. And start playing the game and making jump shots every day. 1,000 practice jump shots. Winnings in the details. Tiger Woods had a, had a rigorous practice schedule. This is what he would do. He would wake up at 6 a.m. And he would work out for the first of two workouts in the day. At 9 a.m. He would hit the range and be there for two hours. Practicing full swings and working on his short game. At 11, he'd play nine holes of golf. After lunch, he'd spend two more hours at the range. Then he would play another nine holes, and then he would finish the day with at least an hour of putting on the practice screen. Woods would would return home at 6 o'clock and do his second workout before heading to dinner at 7.30. Daily practice routine. Winning is in the details. You know, oftentimes I read stories for motivation and inspiration, and they're fantastic. They're great. In fact, here's one that I read recently. I want to share it with you. As a child, Jack's father was a horse trainer who frequently had to move from ranch to ranch training horses. Now, because of this, the boy's school career was constantly interrupted. During his senior year, a teacher asked him to write a paper about what he wanted to do when he graduated. Without hesitation, Jack wrote a paper about his goal to own a horse ranch. He was very meticulous in his writing, and he included drawings of buildings, stables, and even a detailed house plan. Two days later, his teacher returned his paper with an F written at the top of the page. Jack asked his teacher why he received an F. To which the teacher responded, saying, this is an unrealistic dream for a boy like you, who has no money, no resources, and who comes from a traveling family. There is no chance you will reach this goal. And the teacher then offered Jack a chance to rewrite the paper with a more realistic attitude. After several days, Jack brought the paper back to his teacher without a single change. And he said, keep the F and I'll keep my dream. Today, Jack owns a 200-acre horse ranch and a 4,000-square-foot house where he displays his school paper framed over the fireplace. What a great story. I mean, it kind of gives you those warm and fuzzy feelings of accomplishment for Jack. Here's the problem. We read the beginning of the story, and we read the end of the story. What the heck happened in the middle? What did Jack actually do to achieve his dream? How many failures did he have to go through? How many setbacks? How many times was he told no? How many times did he make a mistake? How did he learn from them? How did he recover? I can't tell you what specific actions you need to take to accomplish your goals. All of it depends on what goals you set for yourself. What are the goals? What do you want to achieve? What does success look like to you? Now, it wouldn't make any sense for Michael Jordan to go out and practice golf for nine hours a day when his goal was to be an NBA champion. But while I can't tell you what you should be doing while no one is looking, what I can tell you is that no one will know better What they should be doing to accomplish your goals, than you. It's not always going to feel that way. There are going to be times when you feel like you have no idea what to do next. You have no idea what the next steps are. How do you how to overcome the obstacle in the way? How to pivot from where you are to where you need to be? But here's the thing: you are the author of your goals. You get to decide what success looks like, and you get to define how you are going to achieve it. You decide what roads to take, what decisions to make, when to turn around, when to backpedal, when to get back on the right road. All of those decisions come from you. The road's going to be long. It's going to be windy. There's going to be potholes. There's going to be roadblocks. But no matter what you come up against, no matter what you face, there always is a way around and no one's going to know that better than you. After all, they're your goals. It's your success. It's what you want to accomplish. Championships are won when no one is looking. So go be a winner. That's your shot of motivation for the week. I hope it helps you win your week. And as we said, our shot of motivation was brought to us this week by Amy Real, the real deal in all things mortgage. Thanks, Amy.
0: This has been a shot of motivation from America's leading emerging speaker, Jody Powell. We hope it helps you win your week.
1: right, let's get to our special guest for the week. Daniel Allison, the average dude, is a podcast host and a keynote speaker and has over 30 years of business development sales experience working in a variety of industries. Currently, he is the relationship manager with Waldrup Mechanical and the founder of an online media company, Manufacturing Masterminds, which is focused on creating content for manufacturing and industrial markets. My guest today is the average dude. Daniel Allison. Daniel how are you buddy? Good
2: morning Jody. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh well Daniel you know I've been looking forward to having this conversation with you for a while. Before we get started Daniel why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself what you do and kind of how you got to where you are today.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And as you mentioned in the, the opening there, I've been in, I've been in sales business development, essentially prospecting. I'm, I'm kind of a, a prospecting type personality and person. And so that's what my focus has been on creating and hunting for new opportunities for a variety of different businesses. Uh, I think it's probably important to say as I approached 40 years old, I I went into kind of a personal development, got into Toastmasters, started really working on my communication and and being more disciplined. So I went through this kind of uh evolution towards 40 years old where I started figuring things out a little better, but uh real happy to 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 be with you this morning.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I think we've all kind of reached that point when we're a little more of a mature age. And that personal self-reflection, that opportunity to take stock, that opportunity to look back and see what we've done so far, look ahead to see where we're going. I know I did that when I was turning 40 um, a long time ago. But you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity. It's something that we should all do at, at every stage in our life. And it's very admirable that you did that. Daniel, tell me a little bit about manufacturing masterminds. This is a really cool concept, something that you've started that is targeting the manufacturing and industrial industry in terms of creating media content and and really giving an opportunity for those companies to market and promote what they do. Talk to me a little bit about manufacturing masterminds and and what are your goals there?
2: Yeah, so I've I've been working for Waldrop Mechanical and primarily calling on manufacturing and industrial facilities and working with the network group, the ING group, doing the same thing. So I've been swimming in those waters uh, already and kind of separate from that, kind of my own kind of my side side hustle, you might say, is the communication, working on my communication, doing the podcast with my cousin. I did a podcast on my own. And, and so I felt like it was time to bring those two together where I was using some of the skills that I had learned through podcasting and through some of the other media and bring that all together. So manufacturing masterminds is just that it's an opportunity to talk to and, and engage with some of these manufacturers. So it might be a company, it might be other salespeople, but really just going to use the platform to, to create discussions in and around manufacturing. And it's a big umbrella and 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 that that umbrella keeps getting bigger but i i love uh construction projects i love to see the evolution of a construction project uh as a matter of fact i'm talking to the new baseball field downtown and so going to be doing some manufacturing masterminds we'll kind of um hopefully if things work out we're in talks right now but hopefully we'll be able to to do some media around the baseball field and the construction i just love those sorts of things jody so it's going to be fun to to bring those things kind of all into the same box, and uh, and and play play with the toys there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that analogy. Play with the toys in the box. Uh, that's great. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting, Daniel. It really sounds like that this manufacturing masterminds is a pursuit of passion for you, something that you have really felt called to do, something that you want to pursue. And I think we all feel those things from time to time. There are things that we want to do, things that we want to pursue, things that we enjoy, things that we've been blessed with the skills to do. And yet many of us choose not to pursue those passions. And I think there's a blocker. I think there's one thing that prevents people from doing that. It's fear. We're afraid. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of taking a risk. We're afraid of what other people are going to think, what other people are going to say. So what was it for you, Daniel, when you think about manufacturing masterminds, what was it for you that allowed you to push past that fear and make this passion come to life?
2: Yeah, that's, I I agree with you. Personal development and change in general, we we hear it all the time. Get out of your comfort zone. Getting out of your comfort zone is difficult and, and it takes courage, but that is the fastest way to grow. And so I have really been working on that particular skill. So when I feel that resistance, I know that if I push through that resistance, that there's always a reward on the other end. Mm -hmm. And and it it can be anything. It can be anything from walking into a a new fitness club, uh, to walking into Toastmasters, um, walking in on a cold call. I still feel that resistance in everything I do before I make a call that, I know that that is a sign that I need to take action. And I know that if I do, that I'm going to feel better about myself. And and really, I should probably mention also, you know, it's how do we get the courage to take those sorts of actions? For me personally, I have to be disciplined in other areas. So if I'm, I'm keeping the promises that, I, that I've made to myself in other areas, then when I'm faced with that, that, uh, the opportunity to be courageous and to push through that resistance. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. So, so just a, an example of the baseball field, we we're just talking about it. It was, I, I watch it. I, I look out my window. I see the construction going on. I see all the earthwork, the, the site work infrastructure going in. I love this sort of thing. And I thought, man, I'm, I'm just sitting here watching it. Why don't I walk over and tell them, Hey, I, I'd love to talk to you about this. So that's what I did. I I walked down, I I walked the perimeter and and started talking to some of the workers and they pointed me to the right person. But, but all of that, Jody, I, I say that to say this walking in through that door, the little construction trailer, introducing myself, everybody's looking at me like, what is this guy doing here? Right. And, 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 and I had a great conversation and it, and it, and it may turn into something that I'm really excited about.
1: Yeah. You know, Daniel, you said something right there that really resonated with me. You said it's about the discipline to keep those promises that we make to ourselves. It's interesting because I think a lot of times, I I think we can recognize and we can all agree the importance of keeping promises to other people, whether they be prospects, whether they be clients, whether they be peers, colleagues, people you work with, family members, whoever it is, we make a commitment, we make a promise to someone. It's incredibly important to keep that promise. But what I think a lot of us don't understand and don't realize is the equal importance that is there for promises that we make to ourselves, because those are the easiest promises to break. We can be very forgiving of ourselves. We can brush it off and not hold ourselves accountable to those promises that we make to ourselves. So as you go through this process, Daniel, how do you... Keep those promises to yourself. What are the things that you do to instill that discipline of keeping promises that you make to yourself?
2: You know, it I, I think it's the consequences that come from not keeping the promises that you make to yourself. So self-confidence is, is trust and belief in ourselves. And confidence is, you know, is closely related to to courage and all the other things. So if I'm doing the things and keeping those promises that I make to myself, and for me, it it can be just very small things, Jody. If I say that I'm going to do something, if I tell myself that, and to your point, no one else is hearing, but I've heard it, I know. And if I write it down, then I tell myself I must do it. And of course, there's an ebb and flow with that. Hmm. But I, I can tell you through experience, For me personally, when I am doing, when I'm keeping, that's, that's when I feel my best, I'm most, most fulfilled and also willing to to do courageous things.
1: Mm, Yes. If we could all just do more courageous things, it would be amazing. My guest is Daniel Allison, the average dude. Daniel, tell me a little bit about that. The average dude, man, you're building a brand around this thing. You're doing podcasts, you're doing this manufacturing masterminds. Tell me about where the name The Average Dude came from, and what does The Average Dude mean to Daniel Allison?
2: Yeah, so I, I think that the, the reason that I kind of went with The Average Dude is, number one, it, it's it got so many different meanings, right? We We think about average, and no one really wants to be average, but the truth of the matter is most of us are average, especially on things that are measurable, right, like IQ or how strong we are, how fast we are things like that but really what the average dude is about is hey the the truth is we we all are pretty pretty similar and what it comes down to is the sorts of actions unaverage actions are really what's going to lead to the growth so we can you know grant cardone um one of my favorite books is the the 10x book and and he talks about you know Uh, not being average. So he, you know, he's completely against being average, but really what he's saying, if you listen to the book, isn't, it isn't about those measurable things. It's about taking action, 10 X actions. And that's something that's that's available to all of us. So I like to, and again, that that's just one kind of angle with the average dude, but there's a lot that kind of plays into it. So I enjoy that particular role and it, it came out, you know, I decided to call myself the average dude on on just a whim. Uh I was starting a podcast and and I thought, well, you know, what is it gonna be about? And I was like, I'm just an average dude, you know? And and so that's what that's what it kind of how it started.
1: Well, it's very cool. And you mentioned the podcast. The podcast is Jenny Winnie and the average dude. And it's on LinkedIn live every Thursday morning at 1130 Eastern standard time. Daniel, tell us a little bit about the podcast. What can people expect when they tune in? What are your goals and what are you trying to accomplish with Jenny Winnie and the average dude?
2: So I I have noticed with, um, with, with my, with, the, with, with Toastmasters and I know you're a big Toastmaster as well, you know, it, what really, what excites me is kind of that next step. So I, I don't want to just give the same speech in the same way. I want to try to give bigger gestures, walk around the room more. So it's, it's always kind of stretching. You know, you, you get uncomfortable, then you get comfortable in the uncomfortable. And now it's time to get uncomfortable again. And, and so I was doing the podcast where I was recording it and I could edit it. And, and really what I wanted was to, to, that next kind of vibe of going live. And and what I I could imagine in my mind, I'm like, man, you you know, there's no going back. There's no because I'm one of these that kind of worries about what they say and I can second guess myself and all of that. And I said, you know what? I just want to go live. Whatever happens, happens. And 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 it was kind of the next evolution of 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 my podcasting. And and it gave me, you know, what I would say, Jody, is doing that with my cousin and going live consistently it it really um it really has stretched me and and also gotten me used to what I call being under the gun so having the camera on and and again it doesn't matter how many people are watching you're getting those those reps of communicating and and not being too hard on yourself if you don't say everything perfect and you know you make a mistake and you just keep it rolling and and so it's been it's been a lot of fun
1: (laughs) that's very cool I'm telling you You've got to tune in folks. It's LinkedIn every Thursday morning, 1130 Eastern time. Follow this guy, the average dude, Daniel Allison on LinkedIn. It's promoted there. You're going to want to tune in. I've been on a couple of times. It's been fantastic. It's always just a a lot of excitement, a lot of incredible conversation, a lot of motivation. Jenny is amazing. And if you can imagine A female version of this much energy that's what you have with Jenny Winnie and I'm telling you you get on the Jenny Winnie the average dude you're watching it you can't help but to be motivated you can't help but to be excited you can't help but want to go out and do something really awesome really amazing really great that's what I love about it so Uh, Daniel, you've done a fantastic job with that. I tell you what, let's jump in because I'm excited, man. I'm excited about this quote. We've talked about it. I've read up on it. Daniel, tell us about your quote. Tell us what it is, where it comes from, and why this quote is important to the average dude.
2: Well, this this will this will uh, the the quote that I chose is really going to throw people off. So I'm I'm one of these people I can go from one side to the other, you know. So I, I mentioned Grant Cardone and 10x, but actually the quote that has been most impactful for me came from Eckhart Tolle, uh, and and Eckhart wrote a book called The Power of Now, and of course it's all about present moment awareness. And yeah. and Eckhart's quote was, realize deeply realize deeply that the present moment is all you have make the now the present moment the primary focus of your life so that that that's my quote and what it means to me is as someone that that does worry a lot that does think about a lot that does worry about what they've done in the past mistakes they've made in the past and what do other people think and what will the future hold and all of those things. And, and my mind would be just a kind of living in my head. And what Eckhart Tolle is saying is, Hey, be present. All every life is now, life is now. And so when I can kind of let all of that go, become present, let all of the thinking go. And then it, the only thing left to do is take action. And, 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 so I, I kind of use that to center myself, and uh, and then some of the other principles. So, so people may say, well, how can you do 10x and, and Eckhart Tolle? Aren't those completely opposite? But I, I, I have found that becoming kind of centered and then go into great card all mode. You know, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm letting everything in the mind go. And now I'm going to take action. And so that's kind of that's kind of the way that uh, it's what that quote means to me. And it does a lot of other things as
1: well. Whoa, I feel like I've just been through three different philosophical discussions with three different views. And somehow, some way you've connected them all into one. I love this quote, though, from Eckhart Tolle. And to to hear it, it, it makes so much sense. You know, the past has already happened. You can't change the past. The future is yet to be written. And everything resides in the now, it's right now. And so Daniel, let me ask you this question. As you've got so many things going on, your your work on the podcast with Jenny, you've got uh, manufacturing masterminds, uh, you're doing an incredible job down there at Waldrop, you've got prospecting, you've got the new baseball field, you've got all of these things that are just kind of up in the air. How does an average dude like you decide this is the thing right now in this moment that, you know, I'm going to take that 10 X action, right? I mean, I need to take that step and do this thing right now. So that in honor of Eckhart Tolle, what I'm doing right now creates that better future for me. How do you decide that? Follow the energy. Mm.
2: So what, wherever the energy for me, you know, and I think everyone has their own kind of path and their way that they like to do things. I'm an energy person and you, you know that. And, and so I go where, where I feel energy and I do what I feel like the energy is taking me. So, uh, and when I'm in the right place and when I'm present and I'm, I'm, I'm I've got these things to do and, and my mind's clear, then, then it, it becomes, uh, there's, you know, a lot of, some people are planners. Some people are kind of, again, I can kind of have these things out in front of me and I follow my energy. And, uh, that, that usually is, is, is best for me.
1: Mm, Yeah. You know, Daniel, I'm interested to know how you get into that mindset because, you know, with, with Eckhart Tolle to hear his story, his story itself is so powerful because it deals with a topic that is, Uh, so relevant, so pertinent today, and that is mental health. Eckhart Tolle was at a dark, dark place. And I think a lot of people can identify with that, even if they're not willing to talk about it. But Tolle recalls the story that he woke up from uh, a deep sleep one night and was just overwhelmed, was overwhelmed with concern and worry about what has already happened overwhelmed with anxiety of what's going to happen, how he just wasn't sure he could deal with himself. And he began to question himself, like, who, who am I? Who is this self that I can't deal with? And what happened was an epiphany. He, he had a moment where the past simply melted away because he realized there's nothing that can be done there. It's happened. And the anxieties around the future, were just eating at his heart. It was just beating away at him. And, and, and he realized that these are things that haven't even happened yet. These are things that can't uh, consume me now because now is where I am. And he went back to sleep and he woke up the next morning. He said he went for a walk and it was the most vibrant, magical walk that he's ever been on. No stress, no worry, no anxiety, only focused on the now. So Daniel, I'm curious, as we think about things, as, as we plan for things, how do we balance that? We have to have goals. We have to have things that we look forward to. We have to have things that we're striving for that are in the future. How do we balance that with living in the now and taking action today? Yeah. So,
2: so we do, we, we live in memory and anticipation primarily and, and, and we, we live in the present moment last. And, and the truth is the actions that we take in the moment are what's going to lead to, to a better future. Uh, and, and so for, for me, and, and I said earlier that it was about the energy, I, I think who, who I, a lot of times, Jody, what I'll do is I'll say who I am right now is who I am. We want to define ourselves. Oh, I'm not the kind of person that's courageous or I'm not the kind of person that works out or I'm not the person that takes walks and appreciates nature. Well, if you do it right now, that's who you are. So, so I let go of all those preconceived ideas of who I am or you know, I can do this, I can't do that. Hey, I'm alive, I'm healthy. I have the ability to take initiative right now and define who I am. So it may be, maybe it is going on a walk, maybe it's going to the gym, maybe it's joining Toastmasters. whatever it is, I can define the type of person I wanna be and then and then take action behind that. So a lot of times I'll write down my I ams. I am this, I am that, I am this, I am that. Now how can I be that now? Not later, not not when not when I get the recognition or the validation or whatever it is that we're projecting into the future that may come from this, but what can I do right now to be who it is that I say that I am and want to be?
1: Hmm. That's that's interesting, you know, Daniel, when when I uh, look for things that are that are motivating, things that are going to inspire me and that, that move me, a lot of times I'll turn to to short stories of inspiration, uh, particularly stories about underdogs. And inevitably what happens is in these stories, they paint the picture of what's going on, the challenges that are faced, the adversity that's there, uh, the the odds that are stacked against the hero of the story. And then they'll jump to the end and they'll say, but he overcame those odds, or she overcame those odds and became a successful business person, or they over they achieved their goal, or they achieved the success that they were striving for. And what they do is that they leave a gap of of the middle. Like, how? How did they get there? What did they do? What steps did they take? And it really reminds me of this quote about living in the moment, because the past, the past has has defined us. We, we can't change it. We've interacted with the people that we interact with. We've made the decisions that we've made. We've dealt with the consequences of our choices. The future is where we want to go. That's that's where our goals are set. That's where our accomplishments live. The things that we want to get done. So it's kind of like the story. It's It's setting up the past. It's announcing where we wanna go in the future, but you gotta fill in the present. You gotta be in the now. And you talk about writing your I ams down, you writing these things, giving your affirmations, kind of doing those things that really, when you think about it, easily lead into the actions that you need to do in order to become what you wanna become. I am successful. Well, why am I successful? What do I need to do now to become successful? And that's where your actions come from. And if you think about it like that, how easy is it then to truly reach out and achieve the success that you want to achieve? That's out there in the future. Yeah,
2: so it's still going to take work. It's still going to take work. It's but but the beautiful thing about it is, you know, it, I, I want to say this, but before I forget it, so as you were talking, this came to me. You know, we we make so we, we do we hear these stories of overcoming and oh they've made it and now now how do they do it? But the truth is it's a never-ending story. I can tell you from my own personal journey. It's seven years in the making, and and I overcame a lot, but then guess what? I have to overcome it again. We 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 it's a constant overcoming. There, there is no I've made it, you mm-hmm. know. And so when I find myself Either slipping into old behavior, slipping into old mindsets. That's why I say it's important. I want to recenter myself, remind myself of who I is that I want to be and why. And that's what's so powerful. It's not, you know, when I first started hearing about these affirmations, it made me think about Saturday Night Live, you know, and he's
1: looking in the mirror.
2: (laughs) I mean, mean, and I thought, man, I'll, I'll never do that. That's crazy. But the truth is, and I'll write down things like I am hydrated, I am healthy, I mm. am, you know, you, you don't, you, you want to, because you want to know how is it that I want to feel. And so I'm a big feeling person. So I say, okay, I'll project myself. And when I do project myself into the future, I'll say, oh, I've got, I've got this speech. And now how do, how do I want to feel when I'm walking out onto that stage, well, I want to feel energetic. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel this. I want to feel that. Now, what is it that I need to do now in order to feel like that then? And so then I, then, and, and, and it might be just, Hey, if I want to feel hydrated, what do I need to do? I need to drink water. Yeah. Uh, if I want to feel strong, what do I need to do? Maybe a push up. you know, hmm. I mean, it, it's you, 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 you would have to, uh, you'd have to, to look away from the logical step in order to get off track, because now you're defining what it is that you're saying. You're not, you're not putting labels on yourself. You're not boxing yourself in. Who is it that I want to be? What can I do now to prove that I want to be that person?
1: Yeah. And here's the thing, the great thing that you just illustrated is it's not hard. It's not complicated. I am hydrated. Are you not hydrated? Well, then drink some water. It, it really is that simple. And sometimes we get in the habit of overthinking things. And I know I do that, Daniel, I do it all the time. And it, it, you know, when you mentioned speaking, when I'm about to go on stage, I start to overthink. Well, I want to make sure I, I nail this point. I want to make sure the crowd feels this. I want to make sure that they have this reaction. I want to make sure they walk away with this point. No, 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 no. You know what? Sometimes you just need to walk out there and deliver your message that you want to deliver. The rest will take care of itself. And people say all the time, oh, that's not easy to do. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Now the fear and the nervousness and all of those things are still going to be there. But that's what you talked about in terms of overcoming. Those are those are always going to be there. I still get nervous. I still have fear. I still have self-doubt. Every single time I step on stage, I have to overcome. It's a continuous process. We never arrive but you overcome and you take the negativity and you turn it into a positive and that's what you have to do and that's how you accomplish it. Now, there's one thing that I wanna talk to you about, Daniel, that, that I know we've talked about in the past, talking about living in the now. One of the things that really helps you stay in that mindset is journaling. And you've talked about how you journal. I've never journaled before, I need to. The more I talk about it, the more I hear about it, the research that I do about it, it's a really powerful tool to allow you to gauge where you are emotionally and spiritually. And so tell us a little bit about Daniel, what what you do in terms of journaling to help you stay in the moment to live in the now. Mm.
2: Yeah. So I will write down things that, so what happens with me, Jody, something will happen in life and I will start replaying that event you know, if it's an event that made me feel bad or made me feel whatever it made me feel. But it once we get in the mind, and we start kind of dissecting it and trying to define who we are and all of that. And or, or I'm worried. I'm, I get that worry from my mom. I love my mama, but she worries, too. <laughs> and, and, and worry can be a, it can it can it can drag us down. So what I like to do when I externalize and I write down those things that are bouncing around in my head, it allows the mind, it, it, you know, those globes used to shake up and the snow would fall. That's what happens when instead of there being chaos in that little globe, everything just lands nice and soft. Hey, you've got it out. There's no reason to think about this anymore. And so it might be, you know, man, you, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. so I, I walked into uh, a company and, and and as a salesperson, you walk into the lobby and sometimes you you can't they can see you, but you can't see them. and And that's a terrible kind of feeling. And of course she I said, well, they must be going to buzz me in. And, and so then she buzzes it and I pull on the wrong door. And so I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, they're watching all of this. And then I finally get the right door and I go in and there's a couple of people standing right there and they've got these looks on their faces like,
1: oh man, who is this guy?
2: (laughs) And, and I, I went up to them and I, I said, oh, I said, y'all were sitting there probably laughing at me, weren't you? And, you know, I, I kind of went through that and, and then I left and then I grabbed the wrong door going out and she said, it's the right door. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't have been any more embarrassed. So I got back to the car and I wrote down what I was feeling mm. and, and what, I, what I say about that. It scales the situation. I mean, do those people care that I embarrass myself? No, they're, they're thinking about their lives and everything that's going on. And, and, and so that's just one example, but, but journaling allows me to let it go. Mm. When I write it down, it's gone. I mean, it is what it is because we can make a mountain out of a molehill. I can in my yeah. mind. So I'm I don't want to I don't want to make a mountain. I, I just I'd rather it be a molehill and I can leave it in that spot if I write down and write about what's really going on. So I, I call that scaling the situation, scaling the how bad it is, right? Mm,
1: yeah. I think uh, I think you just created a new saying there, Daniel. Uh, snow globe your brain, right? <laughs> like when when things are going crazy, when there's chaos, when everything's going around, shake it up and just let it all settle down, land softly, and then leave it there. Let it lie. Right? Write it down and let it go. And I think if we're able to do that, then we're able to move forward, which is really powerful. That's a that's a that's a really powerful analogy and thing to think about. <laughs> If we do that,
2: we let it and and just so the next step for me is then I write myself up into an active state. So I say I let it down and then I say I start writing up the I am's. what I'm going to do. This is who I am for love, for my kids, for my parents. This is, you know, I, I, I ratchet up the energy with the writing as well. If you just write down, I am, and write down all the way things that you want to feel, I'm I'm telling you the I am affirmations written down are very powerful.
1: Mm, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Daniel, as we wrap up here, one of the things we like to do on the Quotivation podcast is to give everyone the quote, and then maybe just a tidbit of wisdom on how they can win their week this week. If they think about Eckhart Tolle, if they think about the quote, how can they apply that to what they're going through in their daily lives and when they're weak? So I want you to restate the quote and then tell us how can we use this to win our week? I like it.
2: Again, the quote is from Eckhart Tolle Realize deeply that the present moment is all you ever have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. So how do, we, how do we use that to win our week? If, if, we, if, we, if we go to the journaling, if we think about journaling and we think about where we want to be at the end of the week, how, we want to feel, how do we want to feel on Saturday morning and we're, we're on a Monday and we paint that picture of how we want to feel and then we backtrack and we say, okay, we, we let go. We start journaling about all of the things that this and that and then we say, what can I do right now? What can I do right now? And then take action on it and use some of those things. Use, use that imagination, use all of the things that we have and and get it down on paper. Let go of the things that don't help focus on what does and take action. Now be who it is that you say you are. And that's who you are in the moment.
1: That's why he is the average dude, the most above average dude that I have ever met. Daniel Allison. Thank you so much. For joining us right here on the Quotivation Podcast.
2: Jody, always a pleasure.
1: <laughs> well, the pleasure was all ours, my friend. That was Daniel Allison, the average dude. You can check him out, follow him on LinkedIn, Daniel Allison-the Average Dude. You can also follow Jenny Winnie and the Average Dude. The podcast, they have their own LinkedIn page as well. And you want to tune in for that podcast. Again, it's every Thursday morning at 1130 Eastern time on LinkedIn and just follow them on LinkedIn. You'll see the link come up. Uh, You can click into their LinkedIn page and you will see it when it goes live. And it's an hour long podcast, a lot of great guests, a lot of powerful interviews, a lot of funny stuff and a lot of energy, as you could tell from the average dude. All right. Before you go, why don't you stick around? For a little bit of dessert right here on the Quotivation Podcast, it's time for the last slice of cheesecake.
0: How about some dessert before you go? There isn't anything that can't be solved over a slice of cheesecake. So before we wrap things up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the last slice of cheesecake.
1: Realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. And that's from Eckhart Tolle, brought to us by Daniel Allison, the average dude. I love how this quote starts. It starts by saying, realize deeply. Take time to pause for a minute and think about the fact that the present moment is all we have. No one is guaranteed tomorrow. No one's guaranteed next week. We're all given a finite amount of time to be in this world. And none of us know how much time we have. And none of us us are guaranteed anything past this moment. So realize that this present moment is all you have. And then make, make the now, right now, your primary focus of your life. As we had our conversation, there were a few takeaways that I had. Number one, keeping promises to ourselves gives us the courage to push through the adversity. Because keeping promises to ourselves builds self-confidence. And in building self-confidence, the confidence is the fuel we need to overcome our doubts and our fears. So keep those promises. Your word is your bond. We keep promises to many other people, strangers even, but it's incredibly important to keep those promises we make to ourselves. Number two, how do you make the now your primary focus? Well, Daniel talked about for him, it's following his energy. And Daniel's been able to to focus his energy on the right things, to point it in the right direction, and therefore he can follow it to lead him to his goals. The things that energize him, that's what he leans into. And that's what gives him the focus because those are the things that are going to get him there. Now, where does your energy point you? How have you focused your energy on what you want to accomplish? Are we allowing our energy to lead us in the right direction? Or is your energy focused on the negative, on the wrong things? Focus your energy on where you want to go and then follow it. Follow it to find the focus, to find the things that you need to do in the now to get to where you want to go. Number three, write down your I am's. I love that. I am hydrated. I am healthy. I am fit. I am successful. When the world is in chaos, snow globe your brain. I'm going to use that a lot. Shake things up and then let it settle. Let it settle and let it lie. Write yourself up with affirmations. Write yourself up with the I am's. Write it, speak it, be it. Number four, we never should feel like we've arrived. The story of overcoming should be ongoing. You Climb a mountain, climb a higher one. You swim across the river, find a lake. Swim across the lake, find an ocean we should always be overcoming we should continuously be overcoming challenging ourselves to reach new heights to go higher than we ever thought we could to push through those things those barriers that we never thought we could break if we feel like we've arrived we're doing something wrong and the last thing journal your emotions journaling i have never tried it but i tell you I, it's something i'm going to start doing I'm going to write down the experiences I have. I'm going to write down how they impact me. Number one, I think it's going to be a great reference to be able to go back and see how I was feeling in the moment and compare that to how I feel as time goes by. But number two, what I really think it's going to do, it's going to be freeing. It's going to free you from the captivity of the world that lives within your brain. The overthinking, the overanalyzing. The, do they think I'm stupid questions? Do they think I'm inadequate questions that we riddle ourselves with? We overthink situations. We overthink things, write it down and let it be. Realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus. I hope this episode of the Quotivation podcast has given you focus for the week. And I hope you realize deeply realize that winning your week starts in the now until next time stay Quotivated.
0: You have been listening to the Quotivation podcast hosted by America's leading emerging speaker, Jody Powell. If you would like to book Jody to speak at your company conference or next event, visit www.JodyPowellSpeaks.com. You can also email him at Jody, that's J-O-D-Y, at JodyPowellSpeaks.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Quotivation Podcast. And remember, stay Quotivated.